Right now, as I record this podcast, we are witnessing a superpower country being torn apart by destructive words, actions, and demonstrations, and it is multiplying in many nations around the globe. We all knew a shaking was coming. We just didn't know how or when. We've been grateful for Passover as we all stayed indoors to be protected from an invisible enemy that literally changed our world. We have now crossed over into a new era, and with the celebration of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit whom Jesus sent 2,000 years ago to be our comforter, counsellor, our teacher, our indwelling empowerment, our advocate, our friend, and so much more. This must be the invitation. And this must be the time for us to rise up and to turn our feasting, fasting, decrees, declarations and prayer into powerful action. You're with me, Angelique Detoy, and together we must know that we are equipped and made ready to be vessels for God, for a great awakening and to push back this present darkness that is pervading earth. It appears that everything that can be shaken is being shaken the world over. But I believe there's a powerful reason behind this. The shaking is so that which is unshakable, which is God's kingdom and those who are in it, remains. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, there is a subtitle, The Unshakable Kingdom. And this is what the writer said of our current times. And I love this about the Bible. It's a living, breathing book. It lives outside of time. It's not relegated to a bygone era. It's in the here and the now that we have life and breath and hope through this living word. Hebrews 12, verses 25 to 29, reading out of the Message Bible, says this, So don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice at that time shook the earth to its foundations. This time, he's told us quite plainly, He'll also rock the heavens. One last shaking from top to bottom, stem to stern. The phrase, one last shaking, means a thorough house cleaning, getting rid of all of the historical and religious junk so that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn, and he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is fire. If we have fear of the Lord, this certainly should get our attention. And I don't know about you, but I believe change is upon us. And we need to be listening and we need to be obeying. 
Instead of us complaining and being full of woe with the happenings around the world, rather let's make a choice to use our words powerfully, if at all. Remember, actions speak louder than words. I'm sharing much of today's podcast out of my book, Standing Tall in a Falling World, which I believe is powerfully relevant for people in our new era. Words are amongst the most powerful forces in the universe. Wars are started over words. Words can destroy or build up. Words create or desecrate. Genesis chapter 1 reveals the creation of the universe, including our world, and all it starts with was because God said words. It was all in God's imagination and thought life long before it manifested as creation by his words. So we must be reminded that words start in our thoughts. If you don't filter your thoughts, your words spill out of your mouth before you even have a chance to apprehend them. The person who knows what and how to say something is a highly empowered person. I love the book of Proverbs chapter 17 verses 27 and 28. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint and a man of understanding is even tempered. Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. Your words, you see, if they do not add value, but rather devalue, why speak them? Silence is a great, great weapon. A weapon you may well need as you defend yourself against someone else's hostility. Silently standing on what you believe is often more effective than speaking what you believe. Your silence throws your enemies into total confusion. I have made it my goal in this one life that I have, and I'm not saying I always get it right, but I want to be able to say along with Apostle Paul that none of these things move me. In other words, I want to be at the place of such self-control under the direction and guidance of the Holy Spirit that nothing has the power to cause me to react. Remember, every time someone can cause you to react, they have power over your life. I choose rather by God's grace to respond in maturity, wisdom and authority. Your thought life and your words should be under your constant surveillance. More marriages are saved by what has not been said than this world knows. Words are used as protective mechanisms. Words create the world in which you live. Words create wounds and until you are really ready to understand how powerful your words are, you will have to live through the aftermath of words spoken without thought. Countless people to whom I've spoken to admit that their homes are in confusion and their relationships are in chaos because of the destructive power of the words that they have spoken. Your words either tear up, build up or tear down. There is not the luxury of a third option. Just look at the reckless, hateful words destroying nations. Publilius Cyrus was recorded in the 18th century to have said, 
I often regret that I have spoken, but never that I have been silent. Speech, you see, is the mirror of the soul. Your words give the outside world an inside view of what is taking place in your soul. You can daily choose words that create restoration or bring destruction. If you choose destructive words in your workplace or relationships, chances are you will never find ecstasy in that relationship again. Should you choose the restoration route, you can move beyond the reality to ecstasy again. Let me ask you a question today. Why live as inmates in your world when you can rather enjoy intimacy? We should keep our tongue between our teeth. We should think twice before we speak once. We need to keep our tongues prisoner so that our bodies can go free. The tongue is indeed the index of the heart. And I believe the world is showing us right now where their hearts are. In this 21st century, man has incredible power over this world. Yet he still has not conquered his tongue. Let us speak life and not death over our lives and over our circumstances. We just need to read some of the placards that are being branded about in the protests and you cannot wonder why we are seeing such destruction. Your words create a life of magnificent or madness. Your words can keep you in a pit or they can take you to the palace. By the way, have you noticed that you don't need to tell your partner you are angry? They can sense it at the front door. You are always communicating. Your words merely confirm what you are already thinking. Your body language, your eyes, your stance, your movement and your facial expressions all tell your story before you have even uttered a word. Whatever controls your mind has you. Whoever can cause you to react has power over your life. Whoever rents space in your mind is already controlling your life, whether you like it or not. So it's a good idea that you start thinking about what you want, not about what you don't want in your life. Because your thoughts become like magnets and attract to you the very things you're thinking about, especially when you add your voice to it. Who said sticks and stones could break your bones, but words would never harm you, hey? Your words create a life of strife or a life of peace. To control your tongue is to control your life. We need to only take time to read the Old Testament to see how God had order and structure and instruction for his people. The months of the year, the seasons, the feasts and the gatherings, the calls to action, all centered around words. The Sabbaths and the seven-year cycles are all very clearly laid out to be obeyed. 
But we have gotten so far off track and formed a religion of our own that we potentially miss out on the greatest blessings. For those studying the Hebrew language, they will tell you that every letter depicts something of great significance and it's meant to be a great blessing to us. We are in 2020 and the correlating year in the Hebrew calendar is 5780. How non-coincidental is it that pay, which is the Hebrew word for 80, is linked with the year or the decade of the mouth. It depicts mouth, breath, spirit. Isn't it fascinating that this year, everything that has affected us has been linked through COVID-19 with people fighting for their very breath, masks covering our mouths, this virus trying to silence nations, and now in this recent uprising in America over the death of George Floyd, what were his final words? His final words were, I cannot breathe. The riots over this man's death is breeding anxiety levels across the world and it is at a tipping point. And so what does anxiety do? It constricts breathing. We have to see we are a world at war. A spiritual war that we have to win for our generation and the generations to follow. So what do we need to do? Well, first we need to get our breath, our daily breath from God, not only our daily bread. We need to rise up in action, not in protest and vitriolic words, but in doing acts of kindness, speaking the truth in love, reaching out, showing communities that surround us what the love and gentleness of Holy Spirit is like. Remember Jesus said, every time you feed someone, you feed me. When you visit someone in prison and you show a kindness, it was done to me. When you clothe the cold and help the destitute, you do it for me. He who gives to the poor lends to the Lord. And we are living in that time that requires us to extend our time, our treasures and our talents in extravagant giving. I believe with all of my heart that one of the greatest breakthroughs you will experience in your life is when you start to live with a mindset of extravagant giving. Step out in faith and God will do the miracles by his grace. Our prayer truly needs to be your kingdom come, Lord. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There are many dark forces and many covert activities that are taking place that is trying to usher in darkness, deep, deep darkness into this world. But we have the power and the authority in Jesus Christ to push back this darkness, and we need the glory of his light. How do we receive the glory of his light? By opening up our lives to more of him, by making that stand to say, Lord, here I am, send me. God gave us a very clear instruction. 
He said, if my people, not other people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. We are his people. We do know that we're called by our names and we will need to humble ourselves and turn from that which is stopping us from being everything God created us to be so that our land can be healed. Our affirmations need to be turned to godly demonstration. We have to embrace that the power of the kingdom of God is within us. We need to know it and we need to believe it. And let us all be reminded today that faith without works is dead. The highest law in the world is love and it triumphs over evil every single time. Love is irresistible and love is undeniable. It is my personal belief that in our lifetime, we are going to see the enemies of humanity exposed and God will make an open spectacle of them and love will reign because it is time that everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which is unshakable will remain and that is the love and the power in the kingdom of God. Know who you are in Christ and know whose you are. You belong to him. And he has a mission, a purpose, and a real way forward for you in such a time as this. So I'm going to leave you with this powerful prayer out of the book of Ephesians. And I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and the root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences. The great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all of its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty work in you to accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. How different would our world be if they used this standard for the way they lived life? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So don't be in despair. Be in hope. 
Resurrect your joy and live in peace, even if the rest of the world chooses to live in chaos. Rise up. Rise up today, for it's time to demonstrate God's way. From Angelique to Toy, may God continue to bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and give you his peace. And remember, hope will always light up your way.